Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon. Welcome to the Life of Torah of our leaders, Tuesdays, 12 p.m., live through video conferencing with First Seder Bismedrish, firstseder.org. Special welcome to our Torah Anytime viewers and listeners who will Hashem be joining the Shir. Uh, sponsor for this series is Rabit Saklis, Bottom Line Marketing Group. Saschus for him, family, listeners, and all of Kla Yisrael. I'd like to dedicate today's shir, Lila Nishmas, the mother of a very close friend of mine, Mrs. Riva Sinski Olea Shalom, Rivka Bas Mishulam Zalman, whose shiva is finished today and tomorrow, depending on the Avelim. And she should be a Melitz Yoisher for her, fa- her family, and it should be an Aliyah for her Nishama. Okay, we're continuing in the world of Minhage Ashkenaz. Um, last week, we learned about the Chumas Hadeshen. The week before, Rabbi Yaakovail, the Marivail. And we have, in the past, learned about the Maril. And these are the foundations of Minog Ashkenaz, and especially later on in the 1500s when the Ramah wrote his Sefer, as we pointed out many times, the Maril, the Marivayal, are from his sources when it comes to Minhage Ashkenaz, but most prominently, and I think I didn't do any search on this, but it seems to me the most prominent of all sources that the Ramah uses, especially for Minhagim, is called the Sefer HaMinhagim. And he just writes in the parentheses in the Ramah, Hamin Hagim. And uh, we're going to learn today about who the author of this Sefer was. I think way back in the Shir on the Maril, we did mention him numerous times, Isaac Tirna of Vienna. However, what's very interesting is that we know very, very little about him. So we're actually going to start from his Rebbe, who also had a Sefer of Minhagim, as we'll see, who was also one of the Gedali Hadar, the Rebbe of the Maril and others, um, and is quoted as the Minhagim, a Sefer of Minhagim. It's a different Sefer. There were numerous Sefer Minhagim. And we're going to start with him. And his name was Rabbi Avram Kloisner, or he's known as the Maharak, Mem He Reish Aleph Kuf, the Maharak. And he had a Sefer of Minhagim called the Sefer Minhagim of the Maharak. Now, we know very little about Rebbe Avram Kloisner's details. Um, there was a Gadol, his name was Rebbe Doisa Hayavani. Probably he came from Greece. And in his Sefer, this Rebbe Doisa, he quotes numerous times from Rebbe Avram ben Rebbe Chaim, from when he learned by him in Vienna. The assumption, in, he's, uh, assumption is he's referring to Rebbe Avram Kloisner, who was the Rosh Hashiva and the Rav in Vienna, and therefore, from there, we seem to know his father's name was Chaim. Now, <clears throat> the Lekit Yosher that we quoted many times, the Talmud Shumas Adeshen, in Ois 97, when it's talking about, over there, about a Tainus yard site, the Minig to fast on a yard site, and the question was, what if the yard site is Lag Boimer? So he brings from the Chumas Adeshen that he writes, Yadati, in a letter he writes, Doidi, my uncle, now his uncle we know from last week was Rebaran Plumel, who was killed in Vienna, Hashem Yukim Damai, and he's called Hakadosh all the time. This is one of the few times he's not referred to as Hakadosh. Doidi, my uncle, Shani Zeicher Eschayev, I remember his life. His, he had yard site on Lag Boimer. My grandmother, 
um, was Nifter on Lag Boimer. So my uncle had yard site. Sounds like it was his mother's brother. And he ate on Lag Boimer, even though the Minig is to fast on a yard site in Minig Ashkenaz and the Ramah. Today, Minhagim are a little different. Many people do fast. But that was the original Minig. And on Lag Boimer, he ate Im Gisai together with his brother-in-law, Merena Rav Avram Kleisner. So it sounds like this Rabbi Aaron Plumil, Hashem Yikaim Damai, was a brother-in-law from the other side. Shemus Hadeshin doesn't refer to him as my uncle. Since my uncle's brother-in-law, Rabbi Avram Kleisner, Bisudasim Abachrim, seems that Rabbi Avram Kleisner had a pseudo with the Bachrim on Lag Boimer. And um, this Rebarim Plumil, Plumil, Hashem Yikai would eat together with him, even though he had yard site. So you see on Lag Boimer, you don't have to fast a tiny yard site. But similar Darby says, and how do I know, that sounds like, how do I know that was the day of the yard site, or this is what he was involved in. Shaya Kitzvasa, he had like a kvios, he had like a set thing, Shepara Zov and that day he would give a golden coin to help out the Bachrim who didn't pay their tuition, I guess, and they didn't have the ability to pay. So on that day, they have his mother's yard site at the Suda that he had with his brother-in-law on Lag Boimer, his brother-in-law, Rabbi Ram Kleisner, seemingly the Rosh Hashiva, with the Bachrim, and um, he would pay for uh, people who needed help with their tuition. So he was a brother-in-law with Rabbi Ram Plumil. He's called from the group of the Chachmei Ostreich, the Chachamim of Austria. And this Tkufa of Chachmei Ostreich is a Tkufa that began after the Black Plague of 1279. They call it the, uh, the, um, the, Ma- the, the Maka of Ketal. Ketal is Kuf Tes Lamid, which is 139, which is the year 1279, which also is, spells out the word to kill. So it was a, uh, the Black Plague. And that went until this Kufa went to the Gzeira of Vienna, as we said last week, in 1320. So about 40 years and change. That was the Chachmei Ostreich. Together, as we mentioned last week, with the Trumas Hadeshin's grandfather, Rabbi Suel Krems, the author of the Gais Ashri, with Rabbi Aram Plumil, Hashem Yikam as we just mentioned, and other Chachamim of that area of Austria. Um... <clears throat> Now, as we mentioned before, Rabbi Avram was in Vienna. In Chuvas Marivail, Kufnan Aleph, he says, V'chein ro'inu, and we have seen Kama Mekaymas. We mentioned this Chuva um, in one of the Shurim, either on the Marivail or on the Chuvas Hadashen. She'udarim sham shnei Rabbanim. We find that... Um, we, we find that you have cities that have two Rabbanim in them, and he gives lists of cities that have two Rabbanim, and he writes, Bivina in Vienna, Hayamarama Levi, there was Marama Levi Zal, who also is the Maril's Rebbe, U Mareno Rav Avram Kleisner Zal, so there were two Rabbanim, the Gedailim running the city of Vienna, the Maram, Halevi Zal, and Rav Avram Kleisner. In Shuvas Maril Chadosh Simichov Ches, the Maril writes, and this was Negea to Kaddish Yosoim, he writes, Reisi Ba'ostreich, I saw in Austria, Ein Chiluk Ben Gerlo Ereach, that they didn't make uh, They didn't make a difference between somebody who lives in the city or someone who was a guest in the city. Meaning in Halacha we find that there may be a kadima to a taishav, to someone who's a resident of a city, or a member of a shul for that matter, over a guest. Um, he says in Austria they weren't so makbin on this. Avol maram segel, but the maram halevi, 
Hinig Bevesa Bevesa Knesa Shalai, in his shul that he had in his house, Shalai Loimer Kaddish Allah Kvuam Likanisham Tamid. That the only people who could say Kaddish are the ones who are come there often, they come to the minion. But a guy who punk needs to say Kaddish, you have to remember the olden days, number one, um, only one person said Kaddish. So therefore, you had to know who was the one who got Kedima. It wasn't like today, where everybody says Kaddish, and the only time we have Shilas of Kedima is when you daven for the Amur. But in those days, even Kaddish was only one person. So he said, you know, people would just, you find this, you know, it happens all the time. People come to a shul, they don't usually daven in because they want to get the Amur, because it's available. They want to say Kaddish. And they might have maybe a bigger chiyav than someone who davens there more consistently. And the question is, who gets a Kedima? So he says he only said, he only let the people say Kaddish, the ones who came um, constantly. The Maril says that Rabbi Avram Kleisner, after the, Mar- the Maram, um, now it doesn't mean literally after, it could be just means he followed his minig, doesn't have to mean chronological, that uh, he followed that minig in his own shul. So it sounds like Rabbi Avram Kleisner also had his own shul in Vienna. Um, they bring in the in different places some letters and documents they found from that kufa, and what it seems from those documents is that Rabbi Avram Kleisner and the Maram um, Halevi, the other of Vienna, were brothers-in-law. Marina of Meir Halevi, they were I'm not brother-in-laws. They were sorry, they were mechutanim. They were mechutanim through marriage. They were related. So what we know about this, what do we know about Rabbi Ram Kleisner's family? His father's name looks like it was Chaim. His brother-in-law seems to be Rabbi Aaron Plumiel Hashem and his mechutin seems to be um, his um, his um, contemporary and the other Rav in the city, the Maram Halevi. Now, in those documents, they found um, like documents of halvois of of loans. And it sounds like very often his wife Rivka would sign them. Seems she was involved in the uh, lending of money, perhaps that was her business. And um, from those letters or from those loan documents, it comes out that he was Nifter in about the year 1408 to 1410, because after that, the, on the documents, Rivka is referred to as the Almana. Who were his Talmidim? His Talmidim, one of them was the Maril, the Maril. Um, in Shuvas Chadasha, Simon Pehei writes, "Biyosi Moitzik Mayim Aidei Marenu Rav Amzal Bevina." When I was drawing water, that's a lotion of being a Talmud of Rav Avram in Vin. In Kufnun Gimel, he writes, "V'chein Raisi Don Marenu Harsar Hagadol He says, "We saw that the Sar Hagadol Marenu is referring to Rav Shalom Ostreich, who was the uh, was was uh, was in Vienna as well, and Biachar Kach Shalti Biyeshiva Lama." Um, I'm sorry, he wasn't in Vienna. He was in uh, in in New in Neustadt. We mentioned in in, in Wiener Neustadt. Um, so, but he was in that. He was from the Chachmei Ostreich. He says, so this is what he passed I saw, and then I asked in yeshiva why he passed like that because Haravla Shivani and Reb Shalom Ostreich got angry at me. He didn't answer me. After a number of days, I told this to my Rabbi Rabbi Avram. He brought me one of his svarim, and he showed me he showed me what he wrote. He also holds like that. He brought a raya, but I forgot what the raya was. Now, his other Talmud is Rabbi Isaac Tirna. Like Rabbi Isaac Tirna in the Hakdama to his Sefer Minhagim writes, Vatayer Hagadol, 
he calls him like the tourist, the big tourist, Marina Rabbi Avram Kleisner, Rabbi Muvak, my Rabbi Muvak. What were the Svarim of Rabbi Avram Kleisner? So in Shuvah's Maril Kufnan Aleph, he writes, Bechalukas, Marina Avram Avram Kleisner, Shamati Meni Bishiva. Chaluka means, he means the shtikel terror that he's saying, I heard from him in Yeshiva. Umavur b'nimukav, and it's explained in his nimukav, which referring to his svarim, his chidushim. So he must have had some chidushim. We don't have them. In Shumas Hadashim, Sokim Simen Vav, he writes, V'chein reisi b'geres tshuva, sheheshi marak. I saw in a tshuva that Marina Ravam of Kleisner answered. So it seems he had tshuvas as well. Now that tshuva ends up being printed in the um, periodical called, called Maria. Shana Hey, Gilyon Tesin Yud, they have that tshuva that he was referring to there. And in fact, in Chuvas Mari Broina, at the end of Chuva Reish Zayin, it says Chuvas Marak, that this was a tshuva from Rabbi Vam Kleisner. However, based on that Maria, it seems it's a printing mistake, and that Chuvas Marak really goes with the next tshuva, Chuva Reish Ches, which is actually that tshuva that's printed in the Maria as well. Now, in the Drisha, in, in Tur, Yaridea, Simon Shin Tezvav, Shin Tezvav, which is Halachas of Bechar Behema Tahira, I think. Um, yeah, Bechar Behema Tahira, Shin Tezvav. The Drisha at the end there says, Bechuva Matsasi Ben Chuvas Marak. I found the Chuva amongst the Chuvas of Rabbi Ram Kloisner. Um, in Chuvas Maram Mints, Chelek Beis Amut Tafresh Lamed Ches, it says, "Vayibay Yomim Sheyosha Marie Katz Al Bereish Magencia." And it was in the days that Marie Katz was sitting at the head of the city of Magencia. Motza Haloshin Kain, he found such terminology. Bahagoy Shehesig Marak in the edits that Rav Avram Kleisner <coughs> edited. Excuse me, or commented on. <coughs> So the Rekeach seems to have written a Lamed Vav Sha'arim on Hilcha Shechita. You have to listen back to the Shir on the Rekeach. I don't remember <coughs> what I said there. But it seems that um, Ram Kleisner wrote Haggais on it. And this, uh, the Maramins is quoting that the Marie Katz found, <coughs> excuse me, in the Haggais of Ram Kleisner on the Rekeach Selcheshchita, which we don't have any of the above. The only thing we have a little bit of is the Sefer Minhagim. <coughs> Not a little, we have the Sefer Minhagim. <coughs> now, in the Minhagim Ariel Purim Yudal, if it says, Vomer Shekenu Biminhagais Marak, we find the Maril says that whoever was saying it, so he was quoting someone else that said he found it in the Minhagim of the Marak River Ram Kloisner. Now, even though the Sefer Minhagim is called Sefer Minhagim L'Rabbeinu Avram Kleisner, um, but really he's not the actual author of that Sefer. He actually wrote Haggais. He wrote edits and he wrote comments on it. The actual text of the Sefer um, is Misyaches to someone named Reb Chaim Paltiel, who also was known in that Kufa to have a Sefer of Minhagim. Again, in this time, <coughs> many people... We're trying to figure out the Minhagim in Ashkenaz and put them together. Every area, every city, every kehila had different Minhagim. And there was a sefer called Minhagim of Reb Chaim um, Paltiel. 
And the Maril in Hilchas Tvila Gimel writes, Amar Marie Segel, they write over there, the Maril, the Maril said, Sheremarabrein Rav Gershon Amar, the Rav Gershon said, Shekasa b'minhagim shorachayim paltiel. Shabbos Chalamay de Sukkis, this is something we actually all do. Shabbos Chalamay of Sukkis, it's written in the Menhagim of Reb Chaim Paltiel. That Hamachter Mazker Shal Yantif, that when the Haftaira Brachas are said, and you say at the end, the Altaira Valavaida Valyoim Hashabbos Hazeh, you say also Valyoim Chagasukais Hazeh, and you end off Mikadesh Hashabbos Vistral Vahazmanim. What you don't do, you don't do that on Chalamay Pesach. Chalamay Pesach, you just say, on Shabbos, Mikadesh Hashabbos, on Shabbos Chalamay, you don't mention Yantif. So the Maril is quoting that from that he found in the Minhagim of Rav Chaim Baltiel. Now, in our Sefer, what we call the Minhagim of Rabbi Avram Kloisner, which we're saying the actual Sefer was for really from Rabbi Chaim Paltiel, this is there in that, in the text of that Sefer, like the Maril quotes. Um, <clears throat> and there's numerous things that we find in these contemporary Svarim that they quote, B'Shem, Rabbi Chaim Paltiel, that are actually in the Sefer here, in the Minhagim of the Marak. Now, in the Mivai, in the preface to the um, Sefer Menhagim of Rabbi Ram Kleisner, which they go through all of this history, so they want to say that actually Rechaim Paltiel himself may not have been the original source of the Sefer either. He might have also added on to an existing Sefer. And they bring a raya, like in Simen Chavdalid, it says over there by Rosh Hashanah, it says, that you make a bracha al shayfer, but I think you should have to say to hear the sound of the shayfer, like the bracha that we recite in Shul um, for Ashkenazim recite. Now, Lechaira, if he's writing the sefer himself, like why is he arguing on himself? Why is he saying? You say Altkiya Shaifer, and I believe you should say Lishma Kal Shaifer. Just say it to say Lishma Kal Shaifer. So they want to say from uh, things like that that there's an indication that even Rechaim Paltiel actually was writing on a previous Sefer, and he wrote his, uh, his Minhagim on that. And there, Rebbe Ram Kleisner came and wrote his Haggais on that Sefer. Now, who this Rechaim Paltiel is, it's not clear. Throughout the those years, we do find in Chuvas Maram Rutenberg and even Chuvas Arash, but Chuvas Arash, there's numerous Reb Chaim Paltils. It's not clear if this is the same one at all, or any of those, if they're all the same person, probably not. Now, <clears throat> in this Sefer Minhagim, many times they bring the Minhagim of Tsarfas, of France, which were Ashkenazim as well, the Baliataisis were there. For example, in Simon Zayin, he writes, Vani Reisi Bechal Tsarfas, I saw in all of France, and also in Simon Chavdalid. Um, like we said before, um, the minig in France is actually to say al tkia shoifer. Minig Ashkenaz to say lishmoya kol shoifer. Now, does this mean that Reb Chaim Paltiel was in France? Does it mean that the original author was in France? Um, on one hand, who's this Raisi? I saw in all of Tsarfas. Was it the original? Was Reb Chaim Paltiel? When it came to the Minig of Shoifer, he said not like the Minig of France, he said like the Minig of Ashkenaz. So there's a lack, lack of clarity exactly if you could prove from the Sefer where Rav Chaim Paltiel was from, because we're not even sure he was the original author of the Sefer. Now in Nakdama to the Sefer, Rav Isaac Tirna, as we're going to get to in a moment, he writes, All my years I grew up amongst the Chachamim, Maharash, Reb Shalom Ostreich, Marak, Reb Avram Kleisner, and 
Marav Mara Hakadosh Marina of Aaron Plumiel Hakadosh Zal those three Gedolim of Chachmei Asrach Vehem Hoyu Ikre Taishve Asrach they were like the mainstays of the residents of Austria Ubekiem Viyodim Iker Minhagim they were Bekiem they were well versed and they knew the Minhagim Umeimam Anushaisim and we drink from their waters Vatayra Gadols we said the uh, the the greatest tourist. I don't know why he calls him a tire, maybe because he went through different minhagim, so that's like a tourist making sure everything is, you know, going through all the different minhagim. Marina Avram Kloisner, Rebbe Muvuk, my Rebbe Muvuk, also Hagois Harbe. He made a lot of edits on the Sefer Minhagim. So he's explaining what Rabbi Avram Kloisner did and why he did different, as we'll see when we talk about Rabbi Zekterna. And he said he brought riots to the different things and reasons, things that weren't necessary. Not all of his edits were necessary to know. And he continues and he says, Because he was so great and had such a bikiyas, he actually brought many different opinions. And he says, sometimes you find in one edit he says one way, and in a different comment he says the exact opposite. That at the end it's a contradiction, and we don't even know what to do. So he's explaining what, what Rabbi Ram Kloisner did. His Haggais were basically to bring the sources of the Halacha from the Sefer Amen Hagim. He would bring from Siddur Rashi, from Talmidim Aram Rutenberg, from the Tashbat, the Mardcha, the Rosh, all the Chachmei Ashkenaz, he would bring sources. And not always, or very often, he wouldn't paskin which way is the way to do it. It was more bringing the sources and different Menhagim. So that's why he says in one Haggah he could write a source this way, and a different Haggah he could write the exact opposite. He wasn't actually coming to write the Halakha. And that's why Rabbi Isaac Turner is saying it brought a lot of confusion. Because if this is a Sefer Menhagim, so now what do we do? It's not telling us what to do. But he was so great and his Bikis was so great. Um, that's what he did. <clears throat> now in the Mavai, the preface that they wrote <clears throat> in the Sefer of Menhagim, of Ram Kleisner, they actually show that he quotes <coughs> terminology from different Rishonim that are a little different than we have it in the Rishon itself. And sometimes it actually makes enough kamina lahalaka in the way that Rishon said it. So if you have an interest in looking at that, you can look in the Sefer Minhagim of Rabbi Avram Kleisner in the front, the one who put it out, the publishers who put it out, they have a preface over there, they go through it. As we said before, he was Nifter, we assume, in around the years 1308 to 1310. So now we move to his Talmud Muvuk, Reb Isaac Tirna. We know even less about Reb Isaac Tirna than we know about Reb Avram Kloisner, which is interesting because, as I said, the Ramah based so much of his Minhagim, Minhagim, as we'll see in the next few minutes, that we do today, so many of them are from the Sefer Minhagim, Reb Isaac Tirna. We know very little about him. We don't even know why he's called Tirna. Is he called Tirna? There's a there's a uh, city in Hungary or Slovakia, that area, called Tirnau. Maybe he's from that city. We don't really know exactly even where he lived. We do know he was in Vienna. Um, that's about all that we know. <coughs> As we mentioned before, in the Akdamat Sefer, he said that I grew up amongst the Chachamim, Marash, Marak, and Marak Kadosh, Reb Shalom Astreich, Ram Kloisner, Reb Aaron HaKadosh, and as we said, Rabbi Ram Kleisner was his Rebbe Muvuk. Now, if assuming that uh, Rabbi Ram Kleisner was Nifter in um, 1308, as we mentioned before, um, <clears throat> so that it's, you know, and he was his Rebbe Muvuk, 
So how young could he have been when he was learning by uh, Rebbe Avram Kleisner? So from that, their Meshire, they say probably he was born um, <clears throat> between um, 1280 and 12 uh, and 1285. Um, yeah, so that is um, 1280 and 1285. That is what they assume, but there's no real uh, real indication to that. Now, <clears throat> in his Aktama, he writes, Isaac And here I am, the um, the young one. Um, the young one, Isaac, uh, Isaac Tirna. <clears throat> now, in the later versions, they called him Merein Rav Yitzchak HaMechuna Isaac Tirna. Merein Rav Yitzchak, who is, um, who is, uh, his nickname is Isaac Tirna. Now, it wasn't always that Isaac was a nickname for Yitzchak, so it's not clear where they got that from. However, they did find a Ksav Yad of a letter that the nephew of the Marzach copied over um, <clears throat> uh, Razach was Rav Zalman Kain from Nuremberg. We mentioned him before. That he quote uh, his nephew copied over a tshuva from Reb Isaac Tirna, and in this tshuva he's basically writing of a darche hatshuva for a um, for a couple that unfortunately went off um, went off the derech. That unfortunately went off um, went off the derech. Check one thing here. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. So, so in this tshuva, he was giving a um, a darchia tshuva to a couple that um, that went off the derech. He told them that they have to go to the mikvah. It's an interesting thing. He says they should stay in the cold water of the mikvah. Um, up until up uh, up until their neck for an hour, I don't know. Besides dunking in the mikvah, be there for an hour at least. That's for the man. For the wife, a half an hour. Um, <clears throat> Second, I'm just I'm just messing up my dates over here. I just gotta get myself together over here. If um, tough tough is sixteen forty, so shin is fifteen forty, so reish is thirteen forty. So again, Kuf is twelve forty. Okay, so twelve eighty. Yeah, I have my dates right. Okay, um, it's always hard to cheshman. So he tells them to sit in water for half an hour. The I'm sorry, the husband an hour, the wife a half an hour, and to fast. But it's interesting. He says that um, the woman doesn't have to just like she doesn't have to be in the mikvah so long. She also doesn't have to fast as long. Um, he says because a woman doesn't have as many mitzvahs as a man, and she's not as strong as a man. Anyways, the whole uh, arichus over here of a whole arichus of um, tshuva that they needed to uh, to do, and um, <clears throat> again, I'm 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 I'm, I'm sorry, I'm uh, very confused now. Sixteen forty is tough. Shit, shin is fifteen forty. Reish is 1440. Again, Kuf is 1340. So I was correct. We're talking about um, 1380 to 1385, not 12. And um, that means he was that the the um, that means that. Okay, my dates are all off over here. Let me just check something. 
before I go weiter, just because I'm, I'm getting mixed up in my dates here. Um, apologize, it's confusing. Okay, yes, yeah, so all my dates were off over here. Um, Rabbi Ram Kleisner was Nifter in 14. All this is the 13 to the 1400s. Kuf Pei is 1420. 1420. Okay, so everything is off over here. So, okay, so Kuf, everything is 1408 to 1410. Okay, right, am I correct over here? I don't know. Everything's messed up. Okay, um, 1640, 1440, 1440 is Kuf. 1340 is Kuf. That's 14. Okay, yes, so I'm sorry uh, for uh, getting uh, confused over here. Okay, so now back to our letter of the one who is um, who, who, who's doing Tshuva, and he signs the letter um, Akud ben Ishimini, the Akud, the one who was the Akeda, the son of Ishimini. So the copier, the, the nephew of the Marzakh, writes, This is what I found. And I heard that it was Rabbi Yitzchak Tirna. Um, so if this is Rabbi Yitzchak Tirna, that's why it's called Akud, because of Yitzchak. Ishimini is like Binyamin. So his name is Yitzchak ben Binyamin, and Isaac was his, uh, was his nickname. So now after the, uh, <clears throat> after the, um, the, uh, the massacres in Vienna that we talked about last, um, we talked about last week with the Chumas Hadesh and the massacres of Vienna, 1420, we're back into the right thing here. Kuf Pei is fourteen twenty. Back into the right century. So we don't know much about where Rabbi Isaac Turner ended up. Some of the historians say he ended up in Pressburg. Others say he ended up in Ashkenaz. Um, <clears throat> the Maril in Simenayin Bays in a long tshuva that talks about the women of of Austria of Ostreich, the ones that were captured, as we mentioned last week, from the Chumas Hadesh and brought this tshuva as well. And he says, the Shailas, should they become mutter? Should they be in mutter to their husbands or not? So he writes, Since the Marir Tirna wrote, that no one's going to listen to us if we are Marachik, we distance them, we make them get divorced. And so if the rest of the Rabbonim and my Rabbeim um, are matarit and they permit it, so then my. Um, <coughs> My das will be mevutal with them as well. However, I'm not able to um, do it myself. So you see, he's referring to Marie Rabbi Yitzhak Turna, Rabbi Isaac Turna, as the um, and he calls him Marie. So he's a Rabbi Yitzhak Turna. He um, he's referring to him as from the Gedali Adar. He says like he took into account. Now <clears throat> we already brought that last week or two weeks. Um, or was it last week? And the Chumas Hadesh and the Chumas Hadesh says that all the women were m- became mutter al pi The gedolim were matter all the women of the time. And in fact, you should know in Darkei Moshe and Ezra Simon Zion Sivkat in your Gimel this Chumas Hadesh is brought. And you look at the Ramah there in Sim Zion. He writes Uvishas Hazam in a time of great anger, Vaherig Rav and a lot of killing. He tiru Rabbi Seinu Labayla. The Rabbanim were mad to them. So it was a big shasat chak to be mad to them. But the Maril said, I have a problem doing it. But what should I do? The Mari Turner says that if we don't do it, we're, no one's going to listen to us. And eventually, the Gedolim were mad to it over here after the 1420 of, um, in, in Vienna. In Chuvas Maril, Simon Tzadiches, he's writing to Rav Zalman Kain in Nuremberg, the Marzach. And he writes to him about a harsha of a get that in the year was written... Kuf Pei, Shmeinim, 180. So 180 is, um, 
1420. But really, the get said, Shmainim Va'achas. And um, he writes, Kasher Kasivli Atta Hagain Rav Isaac Turner Batsma. There's with an Aleph. Like Rav Isaac Turner wrote to me. And at the end of that tshuva, he says to, to, to Rav Zalman Kayin, Na Taidiel Rav Isaac Turner Dvara Delil. Please tell Rav Isaac what I said in this tshuva. So it sounds like that after he was in Vienna, he was somewhere near Nuremberg because he's telling the Reb Zaman Kayan to please give over his words to Reb Isaac Turner. So it sounds like he was not in Pressburg like some of the historians want him to be. Again, it doesn't mean he never went there afterwards. Again, we, we lose track of him um, after that. So now let's talk about his Sefer Minhagim. His Sefer Minhagim. Um, it's not clear when he wrote his Sefer Minhagim. Um, <clears throat> But um, he's not mentioned in his contemporaries, like the Chumash Hadeshin doesn't mention him, the Leka Yaisher doesn't mention him. And even when his contemporaries bring the Sefer Minhagim, they might not be talking about him, they might be talking about Rabbi Avram Kleisner's Sefer Minhagim that we talked about before. So it's not clear when he wrote it. Now in his Akdam he says, why am I writing it? Liyashir l'sakin l'sader, in order to straighten out and to fix and to organize. Minhagim kalashana kiseider, to put in all the minhagim of the year in an order. Ukedei lahakil limsei kaladim, so it should be easy for anyone to find it. He starts with Matzah Shabbos, that's the beginning of the week, and he goes from there and then he goes through the Yom Taivim and everything like that. So everyone should be able to find it. Vigam belishna klila, also a very easy lashon. Kihu masu l'kal, because I'm giving over to everyone. Afilu v'nei adam she'ena tamid chachamim. Even people who are not tamid chachamim. Lochein katzarti berayas hachamurai zubiksas atamim. And therefore, I was very brief in bringing proofs and reasons. And he says, sometimes I wrote the din twice because it belongs in two different places. So I didn't expect the person to be a chacham to know that it was somewhere else. I repeated it because I'm making it as easy as possible. Now why is this? Now if this is after the Gzairus Ostreich, you know, a lot of people were killed. Maybe that's a reason, even though we do find the Shumas Hadashan, had a yeshiva and so on and so forth. But he says... Unfortunately, the Laimdim have become few when the Tamid Chachamim. It's been lost. The trustworthy people in Tyre and Maisim Taivim in Ostreich at Shariisi, then I've seen Yishuv, a community, a bigger community. There's only two or three people that they know the actual Minhagim clearly. The Kavachaymer Shalerachares, and for sure, Minhagim of different cities. Lachain, therefore, Sadarti, I put it in order. Rakmaskonas Haminik, and I'm giving you what to do. The end result. What are you supposed to do? Um, not like, like that's where he says, not like Rav Avram Kleisner, who didn't do that, and he just wrote sources, and we're not sure what to do. Because he says many times, something's written in our Chaschayim, or in the Mardchar, and there's Zeruah, and we don't pass, that's not the Minig that we do. So it's not enough to know sources, you have to know what the Minig is. And he brings an example in his Akdama, Kegoin, If Roshan Yom Kippur falls out on Shabbos, Ben Mincha, do we say Tzidkascha? Why? Because the tour in Tafkov Tzadiches and in Tafresh Chavez, it was Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur paskins to say it, and the Ramah says not to say it. And in Tafkov Tzadiches, he says the minig is not to say it. Where's the source of that? Sefer Amin Hagim. That's our Sefer Amin Hagim.
Another example he brings in Akdama, when they split the parshias of Achremas and Kdoshim, or Matis and Masei, any a day Maftirim. He says they don't know exactly which Haftarah to do. Sometimes I've seen some kehilois that they're mafter the haftera uh, of hasishbait in parshas acharemos levisha bechumashim nimsaim came because that's how it's printed in the chumashim avotais he says but that's a mistake because hasishbait talks about the toyevos different averis that were done in Yerushalayim and that has a shaykes to parshas kedoshim which also talks about those things. Um, now it's interesting, in the Ramon Tavchav Ches, where he talks about this, he brings, number one, when the two parshias are mechuber together, when you have Achremes Kedoshim together, I'm sorry, when you have two parshias together, the rule of thumb is that you say the Haftarah of the second parsha, except by Achremes Kedoshim, then you're mafter the Haftarah of Achremes. Now what's the Haftarah of Achremes? That's Haloi Kivnei Kushiyim. That's what the Sefer Menhagim is telling us. That's the real Haftarah of Achremes not Hasishbait. Hasishbait is for Parshas Kedoshim. Now that halacha is brought in the Ramah also from the Sefer Amin Hagim. Later on in the Sefer by the halachas of Avtaira, he brings both of these things. What's the proper Avtaira of Achremus when it's separate? And when Achremus Kedoshim are together, you lay in that Avtaira of Achremus as well, as opposed to any other double Parsha, you lay in the second Parsha's Avtaira. Um, and he continues and he says, There's takonis that we've made that are not in the old menhagim svarim. And he says, And I went and I learned from all of my teachers and from my elders. And he says, I went through the, the many places, the minig, um, to get to its source. In the Hakdami right, sometimes we find the minig is even uproots the halacha. A filu a very famous thing. Berinus in the Rhineland, they eat the chelev, certain fats that they eat of the stomach. Shaladidon um, We hold it's an isarkaris, he says. But in the Rhineland, they eat it, and that's their minig. So you see how important minig is, and he brings others examples as well. Since I'm young, I've been paying attention to figure out the minhagim v'sadarti, and he says, and I put it into an order. V'sadi b'raimim, and my the in heaven is my witness. Um, <clears throat> I didn't do this for my own covet. Rak l'tzarech b'nei adam. I did it for for the people who need it. Umiyot tzarech shahu. It's something that's very necessary. He says, and I wrote the Minhagim of Medina's Hagar, which is Hungary, which is the, the Oberland of Hungary, northwest Hungary, Vostreich, which is all connected to Austria, with Steiermark, Steiermark's also an uh, area over there in Austria, Umerin, Moravia. He doesn't write this, but in the, in the Minhagim he also brings the Minhagim of the Rhineland and Poland and Bohemia as well. Um, and he gives an example. He says, in Hagar and Steiermark, in Hungary and Steiermark, they say Enkelekenu during the week. We'll see what that means in a minute. But not in Marin and Poland, they don't say it. Only in Znaim, Znuim, or Znaim, Austria, they do say it during the week. So he brings the different Menhagim, different places. Now, what's this Venitain Ba'afer? It's an interesting thing. So, Ramartche ben Avram Ashkenazi was a Dayan in Lublin. When they printed the Dfus Lublin in um, Shin Lamed Aleph, so 1571, they printed the Sefer Menhagim in Lublin. So he says that people. Um, he says, I see that people said terrible things about the Mechaber, that what he meant with these words, Veniten Ba'afar. 
the 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 one who brings this and the mavai over there, they say they're not sure what he's referring to. But I would think sometimes you say like offer lepume, you say uh, dirt to their mouth. When you say someone says a terrible thing, a bad thing about someone, maybe maybe people said that he was saying about these people in Hungary and Steiermark, Veniten, Baofer, they should be put in dirt. I, I don't know, but he says interesting thing. He says they're saying terrible things of what the Mechaber meant, even though he never meant such a thing. It's because of their coarse thoughts. He says, I'm going to tell you the real pshat. He says a very interesting thing. He says that there was a minig. You know, we say on Mondays and Thursdays in Tachanun, Hashem Yisrael You know, all the different stanzas there. So there was another stanza that actually started with the words, Nitein Ba'afar. Nitein Ba'afar, they should be, in, and it's, it talks about the Tsaris. Another stanza there. So it seems that that's what the, um, the, um, the, uh, he was referring to when he said that they say Enkelikeinu and they also say Venitein Ba'afar. That's another stanza that they say in Hashem Alekei Yisrael. Just an interesting, uh, an interesting thing. If you look back in the, some of the old, old, uh, the old, old uh, Ashkenaz Sidurim, you can find that stanza still there. Now the Sefer Minhagim, as we said, became a basis for Minhagi Ashkenaz. Um, for years, um, over a hundred printings of this sefer was printed. The Ramah used it as a basis for his minhagim, especially when it came to Kviyas minhagim. Um, he quotes earlier, he quotes the Marak very often there as well, but this is the aside. So just to quickly highlight some things that we do today that their source comes in the sefer minhagim. The minhag of Tashlich, the Ramon Tovkov Pegimel, the source sefer minhagim. That Sudas Purim should be eaten after Mincha, and but still the majority be eaten during the daytime. The Ramah Tafresh Sadihei from Sefer Amin Hagim. The fact that you don't say Tachnun Alag Ba'Omer Erev Yom Kippur Erev Rosh Hashanah. Ramon Kaf Kuf Lamed Aleph from the Sefer Amin Hagim. When you have Tefillin, you lean Tachnun on your right hand, the one that doesn't have the Tefillin. But when you don't have Tefillin, you lean on the left hand. That's also Ramon Kuf Lamed Aleph from the Sefer Amin Hagim. Blowing the shayfar all of Elul, the din of, of Pirkei Derbelezer is to blow the shayfar only on Rosh Chaydash Elul. To blow the whole Elul except for Erev Rosh Hashanah, that's the Ramah, Tavkuf Peyal, the shame the Sefer Minhagim. Again, we don't know when he was Nifter, that's part of the uncertainty of his life, we don't know when he was Nifter, but he clearly has been a source for Kla Yisrael's Minhagim Ad Hayyemazeh. These are the two um, <coughs> Sifre Minhagim of Sifrim and Hagim that we have, again, to um, fix the dates of Rav Avram Kleisner. He was Nifter in Be'erich 1408 to 1410. And we have over here, um, we have over here Reb Isaac Turnout, who was Nifter after. He was his Rebbe Mubuk. Exactly when he was Nifter, we don't know. But both of them have served as the basis for Menhagi Ashkenaz. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Sorry for the confusion during this year and the dates, but sometimes I get mixed up. Cult of everyone. Have a wonderful day.